Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Let's go. Welcome to Thursday Show Morning Studio. Morning. All right, let's go around the room and check in with everybody. If you're out there listening, thank you for listening. Hope you're having a great morning. Unless you're listening on podcasts, then I hope you're having a great midday or afternoon or night. <laughs> Eddie's at first. He's been going to training camps and football teams, and this year, his team still won't be the champs. Okay. Lauren writes these, dude. She We're hates the Cowboys. Every, I don't know day. if she makes fun of the Cowboys or your bald head every Okay. One. All right, here he is. Eddie! Look, guys, I'm not bragging, but I think I'm more famous than Lunchbox. Oh. I, I, I'm, just, I'm telling you, I'm not bragging. It's just, it's just fact. Reaction to that Lunchbox. Go ahead and keep dreaming, dude. Go ahead. So it was my son's birthday last week. So I said, you know what? I'm going to bring you some lunch. So we picked up some Subway. We went over to lunch. We sat in the cafeteria. And... I'm telling you, there was a line of probably 10 kids wanting my autograph. I mean, they were ripping up napkins with pencils like, Producer Eddie, can I get your autograph? I, at one point, I had, to, I had to say, guys, guys. You brought this up, though. It's a little cringe, as they would say. <laughs> the just, fact that you brought it up. So you yeah, signed even, 10 autographs? It's I'm little, just telling like, you like what kids, happened. You yeah. But I mean, they, they want, want autographs? But you're like, days? I'm more famous than lunch. That part to me is like. What? Well, because I knew it would make him mad. Okay, so if that's the reason, I removed the cringe tag. Of course, it's, then it's to make him mad. Okay, okay, okay. Well, and my question is, Lunchbox, you ever gone to your kid's daycare and have they asked you for autographs? Uh, dude, my kid is three and one. They don't know what radio <laughs> is. They're kids. I went to my niece's school and the lady at the front office almost choked on her breakfast. What happened? Did you hit her? No, I was going to have lunch with my niece, Kennedy, and... I walk in the front office and the lady goes, can I help? Oh, 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 oh my God. You almost killed somebody with she, your fame? What did yeah, you do? She almost choked on her breakfast. Wow. Wow. And my wife had to say, can you swallow your breakfast, please? And she was like, oh, my God. Cindy, come here. Cindy, come here. <laughs> and they flipped out. I mean, it was like the Beatles had walked in. Wow. But, but just to the receptionist. Yeah, I almost, you had a bunch of <laughs> kids that are like eight. That had, uh, that's what was weird. Like. A eight-year-old, nine-year-old kids. They knew who they, they just saw one person freak out, and then they're like, "Well, I think we should get some exactly. guys Maybe, thank you. Maybe. Maybe he's a even one of my son's friends. Or who I coached his son his... paid his uh, kid to give him ten dollars. Hey, when I show up, 
go up and act like my dad's Man, famous. That ain't gonna happen. I didn't but do that. I didn't do that. Finish your story there. What were you saying? I said one of the kid, one of my fr- uh, son's friends who I coached in basketball. He was telling the whole line like, "Hey, he was he was my basketball coach." Yeah. It make you feel good. <laughs> no, it actually did. It make you feel good that your kid maybe thought you were cool because of that, and not my dad is a loser. He had a big smile on his face. That's cool. So that's cool. That was cool. But then he said too, "Is like, Dad, it's remember, it's my birthday." I'm like, "You're right. You're right. No more autographs, please." I had to stop the line. Oh, this is I'm so like I don't understand how I feel right now. It was it's weird. Just, like, no, no, this is whole thing brought on. up because it's weird to bring it up, I, I'm and t- I'm like, that's what a losery thing to bring up. No offense. But also, if you're only doing it because to irritate Lunchbox, that's hilarious, and it's not losery at all. I think I did irritate him, though. No, I mean, I can just go over the examples. In the last week, I just, I mean, I was on the <laughs> shuttle at the airport, and there was a guy and a girl, and they were like, I think that's him. And she was like, no, how crazy would that be? And the guy pulls up his phone, he's like, look, that's him. And she was like, that's no way. We're going to have to listen to the show. Like, that. are you sure? And I was like... I was just sitting there like, yep, they know it's me. But okay. They were scared. So anyway, this is they the were intimidated to say anything, but they were looking at pictures on their phone to make sure it was me. You two, just a battle of fame hey, over there. the kids at the school knew it was me. Lights can't shine bright enough for you two, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. He'll cause a scene anywhere, and he rides his bike everywhere. Here he is. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found out, guys, that I might have been a water buffalo back in the day. In my past life, I don't know, but for some reason. Do you believe in past lives? Not really, but we were at the zoo in Colorado, and the water buffaloes were all the way on the other side of the pen, laying down in the shade, all of them. And I just started going, and they all stand up. Why you were making a noise? Like you were their god? Exactly. (laughs) Like I was their god. I was calling them, and they come meandering over to me. So you think you know that? Like that is somehow inside of you because maybe you were a water buffalo before. Yes, that's what they sound like. <laughs> Amy, I don't know. He never even heard one, but he knew how to talk to them. I oh, knew how okay. to talk to them. Oh. And you guys, and listen. Here's me at the zoo. That's that's, that's them. To you. Is that you? No. Where are you though? I was the first person. No way. I thought that was a buffalo. That was me. Hold on. Let me hear it again. That was me. He might have been a buffalo, everybody. Play again. Dude, you're that. You were a water buffalo or something. It's talking to you. That sounds like a real buffalo. That's you? Yes. You got that guy to come all the way over here. (laughs) You finally found your talent, your skill. That's his thing. That's it. Oh. It was. It's like whenever Joey's hand is an exact hand replica and the guy in Vegas, he's like, we're hand twins. He's like, yes. Yeah. So he goes, no, this is, we're going to make a lot of money doing this. He is a water buffalo impressionist. Wow. It was crazy. I mean, he came all the way over to, and it was just so, like. Did you make love? I, no, no, no. We didn't make love. <laughs> but I felt like that guy on my octopus teacher, you know what I mean? How you oh, like, yeah, exactly. and we thought that we're going to make yeah. love. Yeah. Wow. That's cool, though. I like, you do sound like, that's a good job. That's good. Can he do it live here? You have to ask the man. Yeah. It's his own talent. Uh, hold on. I, I got to be in the mood. Well, I don't know. Are we prepared for To do what? Make love? Uh, no, no, no. I, oh. I, I mean, I was just there. Like, I the saw studio. them, and they were laying down. Oh, they, the like, walls start crumbling because yes. water buffaloes are coming from all over the land. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, pretty good. It's early in the morning, you know? Yeah. yeah it's off yeah, It's not warmed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, here. Listen to it again. No, no, no. no we're good. Wait, hit it. Hit it. Wait. 
I know. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right, moving on. She owns a lot of pair of boots, and her sister has a show called Building Roots. Here's Amy. Oh, which the season premiere is this month on the 17th. And then my, I'm, my, no, episode, no one cares. my episode's on September 24th. Oh, cool. The Sunday we go out on from HGTV? my heart. On HGTV. That's, that's cool. They're doing a whole episode from Nashville. What time is it? Oh, I'm busy. It Sorry. doesn't matter I, I, what time I, I, it is. I thought it was going to rock it. I thought it was going to the rocker. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go okay, ahead. Okay, so I'm just uh, feeling a little sore because I had a major slip at my house. I was running with weights because I was excited. I found them. My friend was over. Gracie, we were working out. and Running I to show them. There. Look what I no, found. No. We had already started the workout and we needed little hand weights and ankle weights and I couldn't find them. And I was like, wait, I know where they are. So I run to get them and I run back and I'm like, Never give up. Never give up. And then I slide on a mat that we had laid down on the hardwoods because normally we're on the floor. But you I just slept like a pratfall? Like yeah, like it was like a banana three peel. Three stooges? Like yes, like my feet were like... <laughs> and then the mat just slid and it was... Luckily, I had to see my chiropractor after and he said that I'm very lucky I was carrying the weights because it kept me from putting my... Instinctually, you put your arm down to catch yourself, and he goes, "That's normally how people hurt themselves." Break your wrist or something? Yeah, or it jams the shoulder back up in there. Think about you having a date with a broken wrist. Oh, oh I'm Amy. Right, I know. That's but stinks. the ankle weight in the other hand flew up, and when I landed on the ground, it landed on my face. Where? It was right here on my like around my orbital bone. Came I was googling it to yeah. Came, came to I, I was so scared I was going to have a black eye, but we're good. And be sore. I. I am sore and very tender, but I oh. got adjusted. My shoulders were uneven. Like when I stood up, my left shoulder was way higher. But all this to say, if you fall, try not to Catch yourself. stick your hand that's out. That's not in, that's instinctual. That's, yeah, I know, but yeah. like they say, if you're in a car wreck, like be loose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you do that? You don't. You tighten but up. That's, that's why, what humans don't do. Don't they say that people that yes. are intoxicated have a better chance of Living survival because they're things. loose? What was your friend's name? It doesn't matter what your friend's name is. (laughs) All right, Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he uses a Sharpie to black things out, and if he messes up, he'll pout. Bobby Bones. Thank you. That's true. I'm pivoting. I'm calling Audible. Blue 13, Blue 13. Audible on my story this morning. I just got a DM that I'm going to read here on the air. Come on. So my other thing was about a song. I'll get to it tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday. This is from Next Level Travel Advisor. Yes! On on Instagram. So, this is the guy that messaged Ray and said, hey, I'll send you on a trip. All you got to do is like post about me, whatever. He wrote this. Hey, Bobby, thanks for the segment today. Sorry I didn't reach out to you. If you need anything, hit me up. By the way, I did not ask for Ray's social security number. We don't need that. Clickbait. Ray went on a whole thing and and then we followed him into the cave. Because that was the scam that we were worried about. Yeah, and we're like, why would you give your social? And he's like, we never asked for that. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we did. Or our passport number, something very important. Okay, but there's a big difference, though, if you have to go. yeah, Like, if you have to use your passport yeah. and put the documentation down. I believe it was that. And pictures no, no, no. Of it. You said social security number. No, I mean, you, they're all the same. They're not they're the, same. Not the oh. same. A picture of your passport and your social, Eddie? But they're not the same. No, different. I would say a picture of your... ID is more important than your social. 
<laughs> I mean, am I an idiot? Yes. Yeah, you're pretty yeah, much an idiot. Your social is like your one. Okay, let me, I'll give it on the air. Let me know what happens to me. All right, do it. Please. Go ahead. Please. No. Greatest it. bit do ever. It. Wait, did it? Oh, go? my God. Do if it. you did that as a bit, employ the month for six months. Come on, right? Life luck. <laughs> I think they're all equal. I, I mean, I'm sorry I didn't get the exact one correct. But I guess his point is. So would you rather give your driver's license number out? or Driver's license exactly. all day, every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Yeah, take it. Don't give all your social. I'd rather give my home address than my social. Well, I don't know about I'd rather that. send a nude to everybody in America. <laughs> hey, Ray, but anyway, he did not ask for a security number, okay. so I just want to cover his base. My bad on the semantics. No, not semantics, big difference. Yes. When you're talking about, like, yes. a company, you know? Yes. So he's not going to give it out? On the air? I Come don't on. know. That's a fu- that'd be the funniest bit ever. Even if you gave it out, like, unorganized. <laughs> <laughs> we had to like figure that out. There are so many combinations. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, that's yeah, tough. Who that cares? Who cares? cares? Um, okay. so- but no, it's like Price is Right. Only one, <laughs> only two of the numbers are mixed up. Oh. <laughs> okay. Next level travel guy, mm-hmm. he, he replied back to me and said that they're going to Alaska in two weeks on Princess, which is the name of a, a boat. You tell me you're busy? No, but he said that he knows my sister and I have always been talking about going on an Alaskan cruise and he's got a lot of different companies. We don't do ads for this guy. Everybody. No, I didn't even no, say No, no, I know. Name. I'm talking to our listeners. This is not a... It, this is just us talking about... We thought Ray was getting scammed and then Ray said, I gave him a social. Then we're like, you got scammed. But now we're all I'm just covering go. for him that you did not... He did not ask for your social. No, but I mean, we're building him up. He's a pretty big business right now. Ray's like... I don't know my age or my social. I don't remember what he asked. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, same. They're numbers. <laughs> All right. But like, if he says I can go, can no, I? No. What? <laughs> not, not no, I'm weeks. not your dad, no. and no, we have Next to work. Summer. That's Next what it sounds like. Yeah, dad. Okay, if John says it's okay to stay home, can I? No, no. no. Not, not, not All right, that's it. Thank you. All right, let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My girlfriend and I just moved into a new apartment. On the day we moved in, our downstairs neighbor stopped us on our way in and ranted about how awful the previous tenant was and how they made life living very difficult for him. We unfortunately gave him our number and told him to text us if he ever had a problem. Big mistake. He sends us messages every day complaining about the noise or our parking job or our guests or anything he could think of to complain about. It's gotten to the point of harassment. We don't know what to do about it. We've told the landlord... He suggested we change our phone number and ignore him, but that's not really an option. What should we do? We are being reasonable. We're trying to be good neighbors, but this guy's obviously suffering from some issues. Signed, harassed neighbor. I knew at the beginning of this when that neighbor was complaining, he was just a complainer. No. I felt like a. Um, there's really nothing. You can do two things. One, you can ignore, or two, you can get back at him. Oh, yeah, no. I, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Those are the two options. But then this is like, this is your home. Getting back at him is only creating more drama. But Phil also, McCoy, part two. If if it's to the level of harassment. Yeah, he says that. Mm-hmm. It's gotten to the point of harassment. I get it. It's probably annoying as crap. Mm-hmm. But you can move. But again, you're letting him dictate your actions. I would just, I would just ignore him. Yeah, you know, like ignore it and then it goes away. Because maybe he's looking well, even for if attention. It, even if it doesn't go away, I'm still ignoring it. Oh, get a new number. <laughs> Absolutely. You can do that. Ignore mm-hmm. it that way. But I, I just just ignore it. Yeah. You're not doing anything wrong. As you can see, the common denominator is this neighbor that mm-hmm. sucks. Which is a real bummer because you could they could you could have gotten the other end of it and had such an amazing neighbor experience. Like I'm jealous of some of my friends that have amazing 
neighbors. I, I do. I have some great ones. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, they're, they're the same age. They have all kids the same age. They all, it's so easy. They all hang out. Kids are running in and out. I don't have that in my neighborhood necessarily. And I, some people do. And it's like, I want to move to one of those neighborhoods purposefully. You can always write a message on a brick. And throw it in throw the it window. Throw through the window. No. But be generic. And like, there's more where that comes from. Or just from. try to create relationship. <laughs> Maybe you create that good relationship I with him. I have a relationship with Maybe he needs love. He ain't getting it from me. I don't have time to go and raise some dude from <laughs> childhood. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what he is. An intellectual. There's a seven-year-old. Emotionally, intellectually. What's that movie called? The uh, Man Auto? Uncle Man Buck. Called, Man Called Auto? Oh. Tom, Tom Hanks. I never saw it. Kind of like that, where like he's just a moody, moody neighbor, but they showed him grace and they ended up being really close to him. Yeah. Really. Good point. I cried well, a lot. Well, then watch the documentary A Man Called Otto. That's <laughs> a movie. But yeah. <laughs> I would just ignore it, honestly. He's never going to be happy. I would um, give him love. Take him to church. Thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Dad rock. Ah, that's what they call it. Oh, Dad rock. God. Dad Rock, the definition from the Oxford Dictionary, rock music that appeals to an older generation or that is heavily influenced by that of an earlier era. So there's classic rock and we were younger. That was classic. And now there's dad rock that we listen to. So it's, are these bands already dad rock? I'll list you the band by what you know about it. Dad rock, yes or no? Number one, Linkin Park. Here's, no, they still rock. Here's Numb. Still rock, but the people that are 23 definitely dad, dad rock, right? Like, are mostly just dads enjoying how it used to be because they're not a lot. I mean, but I'm thinking like, if the kids are still listening to this, they do, they're not. Oh, oh man, they're not, they're not listening to this. And this is it's so. even more dad to be in denial that it's not dad. <laughs> That's really dad. So, rock. lunchbox, you go, no, no, I go, dad rock, dad, sadly, yes. Okay, how about Fallout Boy, Sugar? We're going down. Oh, no, here we go. Fallout Boy, Dad Rock? Dad. Dad Rock. No, man, they're still kids. Pete Wentz, right? They're not kids. However, they're still putting out songs on pop radio that are hits. That are, they have a song. They did a We Didn't Start the Fire. It was always... Billy Joel? Yeah, they did a whole new version of it that came out like three weeks ago. But okay. With different lyrics. And it's pop music. That's what the kids are listening to. So, But that is getting played. Okay. So on let's pop. go. I don't even know if we have that, right? Do we have their version of that? We Didn't Start the Fire? It was a, a Lucy Lucy Jews bet everybody gets that big thing. Know that song? <laughs> yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. I'm on dance now. I know the original one. Yeah, I don't know. The, the new one I just heard once and I was like, that sucks. <laughs> but they did a new version oh. of like the last couple years. Okay. okay. So what do you think? No, because they're still making. Boom. Yeah, they're still making music. How about Sum 41, In Too Deep? Sum 41. I'm going to go pure dad rock. Pure. It gets no purer because they're not doing anything anymore. The only version of them that exists is whenever dads now were young then. Amy? Dad. Eddie? I'm pretty sure I played this in the Jeep with my kids and they're like, what is this crap, dad? It's dad rock. Uh, 100%. It takes me back to like American Pie days. That's dad rock. How about System of a Down? Wake up, wake up. Dad Rock, 
Rock, yes or no? Amy. Dad. Oh, it's, it's hard, though. This is me denying it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't deny it's it. Down, it's Dad Rock. I, 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 don't, I hate to say it. It's down, Dad Rock. You? I think it's Dad Rock. You? Dad Rock. I don't even know who that is. System of a Down? No? I think I've heard that song, maybe, but I'm... It's like Rage Against the Machine. And I didn't pull a clip up, but it's Rage Against the Machine. Dad, Dad Rock? No. Oh, 100%. She's like one of the greatest bands of all time. But And you're not a dad. Like Zach Delaroca, one of the greatest rock singers ever. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come with it now. Bulls on parade. I feel like y'all are going Uncle Rico on That's rock. That's dad rock. No, <laughs> we're going dad on dad rock. <laughs> okay, My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Dad. Dad rock, man. Dad rock. You know, I'm not even classified as dad rock. I, I, they have much rockier, harder things like when they started. It's dad pop. Oh. Okay, but still dad. Oh, I just offended Mike D, who's a punk. You, oh, oh, come on over, Mike D. Go ahead. You're offended at what? This is like all my music. Some 41, my chemical romance, Blink-182. Yeah, but is it dad rock? I don't I don't have kids. Am I a dad? Do I listen to dad rock? But you don't have to have kids to be it's a like dad It's like millennial rock. rock. Mm-hmm. Mm. How about dad pop? You feel like My Chemical Romance is more dad pop than dad rock? I would say more dad pop. Yeah. Okay, well. Is that it? No, there's like a hundred, <laughs> but I'm tired of feeling sad. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah me too. Because the stuff like uh, Three Days of Grace. I hate everything about you. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember that. Or like Muse. Oh, Muse. Oh. That's not dad rock. I think it is. Deftones, it's that's harder, but still, like Morgan Deftones. You know, ever heard anything? About- no, yeah, not even a little bit. Yeah, this is like our workout playlist, man. Did you <laughs> tell me we're working out to Dad Rock? Oh no, Dad Vibes. I hate me right now. Dad Rock. This is Fallout Boy, and this is their song. Ray, what's it called? We didn't start the fire. Same name. Okay, so Billy Joel cover. Yeah, but changed. It's a fine line between totally goofy and fun, and I, it, I think it falls on fun. Yeah, Interesting. It is. It's fun. At first, you're like, oh, I don't know, because I like the old version, too. So what were the old version verses? The 80s stuff. Uh, we played that, right? Okay. So it's like 80s stuff. I like it. I do, too. And I, at first, I was like, oh, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Oh, no. Hey, you said Tiger Woods in there? Yeah. <laughs> Fukushima Japan. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, dude. I like that. You hadn't heard it, though, huh? Uh-uh, never heard that. Me neither. I like it. So, so I'm not going to classify them as dad rock. Yeah, because they have a new song. Current rock like- that as soon as they're done, though, goes immediately to dad <laughs> rock. Okay. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So there's a gas station clerk in Kansas City, Missouri. He's sitting behind the desk, the counter, and he's like checking people out. He sees an old man walk in. He's got a lot of money in his hand and he's on the phone. He goes over to this Bitcoin machine. It's almost like an ATM machine. And he walks up there and he's like, okay, put put 100 in. Yeah, puts 100 in. He's talking to the person on the phone. He's putting $100 bills over and over. So then the clerk goes, this something's not right. He calls the police. The police get there. Turns out he's on the phone with a scammer mm. and the scammer's telling him to deposit more money into the machine. So the cops get the phone, start talking to the scammer. Scammer freaks out, hangs up. 
They get a hold of the old man's daughter. Yes. Turns out he had already given thousands of dollars oh, to that scammer. No. But he had more money in his hand that he was going to give. And it wasn't for that clerk kind of looking out for the old man. I guess it could have been way worse. I just heard there's a Bitcoin machine somewhere. I need to go get in it. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them on, I've seen them before. Like I've seen them on the internet where you go, it's like putting in and getting stuff out like at the chips. Yeah. It's like cashing out your Bitcoin yeah, over there. Crazy. But good for that gas station. That guy working there. That was terrible. It was aware, man. helped the dude. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, I think I can eat a piece of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to drink that entire two-liter. If you have, you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Now, here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they have more or less of a certain stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and a whole bunch more. Track your picks, play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code BONES for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's the code BONES. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Let's go over and talk to Lauren in Oklahoma. Hey, Lauren, good morning. Good morning. Hey, so you're in Oklahoma. That is the home of Sonic. Did you know that, Lauren? 
Actually, um, when I was in sixth grade, we kind of prank called Sonic to ask them where they got the name. And I guess it came from the Sonic Boom. I didn't know that. That's a weird prank call, though. And how about an yeah. educational prank call? <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to learn something. These are the kind of kids I like. That they're calling places going, excuse me, Dairy Queen. Uh, tell me about the Queen of Versailles. <laughs> what? So here's the thing. I'm going to give you a chance to win a $50 Sonic gift card right now. We're going to play the Bobby Feud. Pick Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie to play for you. Lauren, I, any of those three. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm sorry, Lunchbox. We're going to go with Eddie. All right, Let's Eddie. Let's go. You'll, you're so, representing her. You're going to go hungry. We, we rolled the dice, and Eddie will go first as well. Love the category it. is... According to the new Harris Poll, these are the most polarizing foods in America that Americans hate. Polarizing. Americans hate this food. What are they? Top 10 answers on the board. I don't even understand. Eddie, you're up. I'm going to go with olives. What Give me food olives. Do Americans hate Number the one. Most? Show me olives. Number eight answer is olives. Gosh, let's save that one. That's eight points. I think Americans hate ranch dressing. Ranch what? dressing. Mm. Show it to me. All right, Amy, over to you. Sardines. Show me sardines. Lunchbox, what food do Americans hate? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Oh, boy. This game's impossible. I love tomatoes. Well, yeah, but it's polarizing. Some people love them, some people hate them, no, right? I said hate. That question is what so food So everybody do hates hate? them. My well, wife not, loves all of everybody. Why are you yelling? Yeah, what? What? Well, just no, because I, you don't understand something that should. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Angry. He's like, well, I love tomatoes. Like, well, I my love wife tomatoes. loves olives, so I love olives too. Yeah. Oh, got it. So go ahead, Eddie. I'm Americans so hate what? Give me onions, bones. But people love onions. It's polarizing. I hate onions. That's what I'm talking I, about. But I, I love onions. I hate. But that's not the point. It's just Americans. <laughs> Most Americans hate them. You have a yellow card. Lunchbox is now yellow carded. Damn. Show me onions. I think onions are pretty loved. Really? Because I hate them so much, and everybody's like, you're stupid and ugly. Okay. Amy? Broccoli? I love broccoli. So do I, but I'm Show me the broccoli. Game. Okay, we don't get it. Whatever's happening, we don't get it. I, got, I think I got it. Lunchbox, what food do Americans hate? Spam. I like spam. Show me spam. Eddie? Triple the points. Triple points. Give me mustard. Is that a food? Mustard. Is that a food? That's a condiment. I'm going to win with eight points. Amy? There you uh, are. You're going to be the only one to get one right. Amy. Bologna. Show me bologna. <laughs> Lunchbox? Mushrooms. Oh, that's a good one. Show them mushrooms. Yeah! I just won the game! I just won the <laughs> For game! For two points. No, that's the third round. That's the third round. Okay, yeah, what's two point. times three? Two times three, Dumbo. What's two times three? Eddie has eight Do the points. math. No way, that's only the second answer. What's two times three? There's no way. Do the math. Hey, he's already got a yellow he's card. He's about to get red carded, for sure. Hey, keep arguing. But keep going. Guess another one. And no, anyway. argue this. This is good. <laughs> two times three is six. I, I'm going to need to see the list. Go ahead. <laughs> is that possible to see the list? No. Okay. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that. Um, oh, it's easier. If you're a vegetarian, you know what you hate? No, that's too many. That's not enough Americans that are vegetarian. Me? Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, let's see. Mushrooms. No, you didn't give me a timer. No, 
you did not count me down. There is no counting down. Seconds. No, I you, Ray Buzz. No, 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 stop. You didn't do any countdown. There was no countdown. That is not absolutely fair. Now we're doing quadruple points. Nobody wow. got to know. So we no, got to do another you round. You can't just take my turn another away. Round. You didn't you count like down. 10 hours. Okay, three seconds. Steak. People, Americans hate steak. Who? Candy. Huh. We're going to quadruple points. Eddie, I I'm oh. just not going to let you win because nobody got anything. So if you quadruple points for this one, go this ahead. This is crazy. Let's see. It's got to be a veggie. There are eight answers still left on the board. Americans hate what foods? Go. Bones, give me cabbage. <laughs> I got to cabbage. They hate cabbage. Cabbage is terrible. I don't think about cabbage much. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you hate it. Show me cabbage. <laughs> Amy? Hot dog. Hot dogs. Lunchbox? Yeah, it's polo polarizing. Oysters. Show. Oh, tastes like one. boogers. Show them for the win. Oysters. Boogers. They are boogers. I had some. They taste like boogers. They're not boogers. Are you picking boogers or oysters? Oysters, because <laughs> boogers is not a food. Show them oysters. Yeah. You tried to take it away, and I still came back and took it! Nobody yeah! Took what? Yeah. Scuba, what is he on? Hey, today? how's that lady taste now? Hey, I told you you're going hungry, 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 hungry. Hey, Lauren, yeah. Lauren, Lauren, hold on. And I, I can't let Eddie win, but the real rules, you would have won. Correct. So you do get the gift card, Lauren. Yeah. But Eddie, you don't win. That's okay. Okay. It's all about Lauren. Because if I would have played by the rules, Eddie would have won. But I just don't want to let the game retire with only one. I get it. What else yeah. is on the list, please? Um, yeah, anchovies one, mushrooms two. Black licorice. Black licorice. Anchovies won, though. Sardines and anchovies are not the same thing. They're not? I I guess not. I don't know. I don't know what anchovies are. Anch okay, anchovies. I think it's a fish. Black licorice. Yeah, it's a little fish. Okay. Oysters. Boom! Beets. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Thought about those. Brussels sprouts. Uh. Okra. Kind of okra. Blue cheese. Don't know what that is. Coconut. What? Blue cheese is. You don't know what blue cheese is? Steak. <laughs> How do you? Coconut is the. No, no, no. Blue cheese. You said you don't know what blue cheese. Yeah, is. I don't know what that. It's just a cheese, huh? I don't. I've never had it. I guess. Blue cheese. It's got like blue in it. Like when you get wings. It's white. You get blue like and green. either ranch or blue cheese or yeah. both. Oh, I don't ever get dipping sauce. But it's also a cheese. It's not. That's <laughs> a dressing. But there's blue cheese. Like when cheese. I eat my wings, I just eat my wings. I don't dip them anything. But so they I bring sauce with not, it. So they ask you if they dip. want ranch, and I'm like, no, I'm good. But I've never had a bite of blue cheese, I don't think. I don't know what I'm... Well, Lauren, you're going to get this, okay? So you're going to get the prize. Okay. Stay on the phone, please, too, as well. She's like, what's happening? I know. I feel that way, too. I feel like this show <laughs> is drunk right now. Um, Lunchbox wins. Lauren wins. Everybody wins. Yeah, let's play that song! Except, didn't you already play it? No, we didn't play Except it, all the listeners. The listeners Woo! did not win. All right, go ahead. Yeah! Oyster House in Boston. I had some oysters. They were terrible. Woo! Everybody and they stay there. And they stay there. Not saying their place was terrible. Yeah, yeah, I just don't get oysters. Why are you like giving somebody reviews on Yelp? <laughs> no, no. I just don't get oysters. The restaurant, the restaurant was great. The clam chowder was mm, delicious. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> this guy's on something today. <laughs> we had Lauren on in the last segment. She won. We all lost, but she won the game. She won. Um, Lauren lives in Oklahoma. Hey, Lauren. So you were calling us to actually talk about your what, uh, your anniversary, right? How long you been married? 
11 years on Friday. Okay, so, congratulations. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be married a third of my life. Good for you. That's 33. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so you got married at 22. Do you feel like that was a good time to get married, a good age to get married? No, um, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> but technically, on paper, like when you sign the, I almost said death certificate, the marriage certificate, <laughs> they have your age. Yeah. And I had to sign it as 21 because it was two days before my 22nd birthday. Mm. So my husband always thinks that he just has to give me one gift. And I'm like, no, like you have to come up with two. Got it. Yeah, birthday and anniversary. Yeah. So, what is yeah. your what is your question about being married, or what advice are you looking for, or going to give? So, I guess isn't lunchbox at like eight years now? Oh, so he's kind of up there. Maybe is it seven? Eddie ah. is actually eight. 18. eighteen. I just celebrated eighteen. Eddie last just week. celebrated eighteen years. Guys, guys, that's crazy. Wow. She uh, asked uh, a question about me. Let's not make it about eight, <laughs> yeah, I'm at eight years. years. No, she was asking who was the most. No, she said, "What is lunchbox at?" She didn't say anything about Eddie. Lauren. <laughs> So the question is for Eddie and Amy, just because how long they have or had been married. No, Amy's divorced. Let, let, let her talk. Just, just, just let her go. Just let her go. Let her talk. Go, go ahead. What year for y'all was the hardest? Like they say the first year is the hardest or the seven year itch or like 10 years. So that's this a tough question. Of, that's really hard. I know Bobby doesn't really uh, take to what the norms are so it may not affect you but it can maybe help other people to be like hey you can still get through the seven year itch or you can still get through that 10 year hump okay. or let me ask this in a healthier way instead of what year was the hardest sounds like she's having a rough year this year well it sounds like she's just at 11 yeah mm -hmm. and she's like okay i don't want it to go in a bad way or i don't want it to just be like we're going through the motions so what can we do so then the question i'm going to ask because i feel like what she wants to know is what is something you have to overcome because you get into your patterns so much, you stop paying attention to some of the romantic priorities. Like what 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 can she do to reprioritize herself and her marriage? Okay? Mm. I think that's a good question. The other way we're all going we're all gonna get murdered. We're all gonna get in trouble. Yes, yes. <laughs> um so Amy, what is your answer to this? So our marriage timeline is a little different because Ben was in the Air Force and was gone half the year all the time um and then some of ours was circumstantial i think after he got out of the military quite honestly that was a huge shift for our family and his identity and i mean he would even speak to this but i also didn't know how to support that i didn't recognize certain things that were happening and then so that ours is a if there's a situation that happens such as that, I don't know if you could put a year on that. That could have happened to us at year three or it could have happened to us at year mm -hmm. 15. It, but for us, I think it happened around year six or six, yeah. So what did you learn from that though that I she learned, can hear from you and possibly inject it into her life? Okay, when one of you, and around that same exact time is close to when my mom was diagnosed with cancer and she died and we moved, made a move. So you've got big life events that happen, change of job, um, a, a move, a death in the family, something like that, knowing how to best support each other and check in and see how you can show up for them and they can show up for you. We did not do a good job at that at all whatsoever. Eddie? Yeah. 18 years, by the way. 18, 18 years, years. 18 years. The guy's been married for 18 years. I'm starting to think, you know, like... Lunchbox when... would make out with your, your marriage right now. Because it's 18 years it's 18. old. It's legal. No, it depends, it, no, no, it depends if it's graduated. It just turned 18, so it's still got a so year still to go. still senior? Oh, well, yeah. so after... No, it graduated 
Maybe they graduated early. <laughs> this is so weird. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So, so in my marriage, we had like a bunch of you know certain things that happened that kind of caused turmoil. So there would be like you get married, you deal with in laws. That was a problem. Uh, after that, you have kids. That's a problem. You buy a house. Oh my gosh, how do we decorate the house? That becomes a problem. Start a lot of disagreements in there. I think the key, and I know everyone says this, but it's communication. If you communicate it, get ahead of it, and say, "Look, this is bothering me. What do we do about it?" And you know, then yeah, talk about it. I don't want to communicate because I want to get in a fight. Yeah, but you have to talk about it. I know I'm supposed to do. As long as you I understand, need to go to the doctor and get my BH checked too, but I don't. I'm a human. I'm telling you, it helps things. I when know. You talk I know about you're right. But so it's it's but, easier in the long run to, or it's easier in the moment to avoid it. But in the long absolutely. run, you're doing yourself a disservice. But that's then why we, we should all be exercising X amount of hours in. Because I mean, I'm just saying it's much no, easier. We should. We should. We yeah. should. You have to yeah. be the buffalo. Just saying when all those things happen, because it's not one thing. It's not the seven year itch. It's a lot of things that happen. Got it. That causes problems in your marriage. So you would tell her, just talk about it. Talk about it. Let her. Let your husband, your spouse, know how you feel about it. Then figure it out. Lunchbox, don't take anything so serious. Like you guys, I mean, that's the problem. People start taking things so serious. Like when you're dating and stuff, you're just having fun, and you know, you get married, and all of a sudden, oh no, you start getting mad about little things. Like, why not go back to the dating when you were uh, having fun and like the little stuff didn't bother you? Quit getting so tied up and everything being so serious. Just have fun. Who cares? What would you tell her about? It's eleven years. She's again starting to maybe be bored. I'm okay. I, I'm I making got an this idea. up. Here, leave a card at home with a hotel key in it. And say hey. I'm here. Come see me. Boom. Okay, and that could be a part Spice of it. Spice it up. Have that you done that? It. Who? He's not going to pay for a room. No, I'm not paying for a hotel room. Unless he gets from like our promo <laughs> team here. You read it in a book? Like, <laughs> yeah, come on now. Where did this idea come from? What, what would you do? Uh, uh, asking me what I would do? Yeah, to oh. avoid, we'll call it the 11 year itch. Okay. So I think that, I think it's just being involved in each other's lives and knowing like codependent behavior is huge in relationships. Oftentimes that's something we dealt with a lot. I can only speak to my own experience and there's just a lot of unhealthy patterns that we didn't address early on. And then they uh, morphed into a much bigger problem. My advice is don't get married till you're 39. But she's already married. I'm just telling you, I'm just doing my, I can speak my own experience. Yeah. You know, out of the two years bones, which one though is the worst? The first. (laughs) Why? Not if you're deployed half the year. True. Um, it's the. I mean, for me, it was the hardest because I never lived with anybody. Adjustments. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm, probably because you've gone 39, 40 it, years. Yeah, it was probably that. the hardest for her because here, here I am. Like I am who I am. Yeah. Good or bad, and so it's mostly just like figuring out the dance of all cohabitation, and for me, trust. You know, she's she's with a, like a damaged deer, and so she's constantly. Raising a damaged deer in a, in a big part of my life. You're the deer. Yeah, yeah. Like a, like with like relationship wise, I don't have that. I don't have understanding on a lot of the intimacy. Even not even like lunchbox is talking about, but just intimacy between humans. I struggle with that because of how I grew up. So she's yeah, she's she's nurturing a damaged deer back. So I think her answer would be the first year is probably the hardest. Mm. Mine is both awesome. She's pretty. <laughs> it's a great year. Yeah. So obviously we're not experts, but I'm curious I, I'm, if, I'm if any of this was helpful. I'm a doctor. Well, like back to what Lunchbox is saying though, real quick. Like he said, just have fun. Don't take so serious. Like why do we take everything so yes. serious when we get married? But sometimes it's, things get serious. Things get serious, like kids and bills and it, life. You can't and just joke about that? Death and You can and joke, jobs. but joking ain't going to make it better. I think it's a personality thing more than yeah. anything. But yes, Lauren, how do you feel about that? 
to say for the record, I'm not deboarding the marriage. I didn't want it to come across that way. We actually renewed our vows um, last year in the Bahamas. So I was just trying to see if there was anything to what uh, they say about the first year is the hardest, seventh year is the hardest, the 15th year is the hardest, the 10th year, if there's any correlation there to... uh, no, I, I think th- those numbers are just a sign. Yeah, they, ha- they also have the five-year fizzle. Like, what? They just find a word, that, alliteration. <laughs> five-year fizzle. The, the two-year tumble. Yeah. <laughs> the six-year sucks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's, there's Lauren, congratulations. Um, Eddie, congratulations. <laughs> thank you, man. And Lauren, we got to get her a gift card to Sonic. She's been on hold there. So thank you. Uh, wait, can we play a song or no? Nope. Okay, well, there we go. That's showbiz, baby. Here's Amy's pile of stories. How much do finances factor into a relationship? Well, communication of them a lot, but I don't know. Well, according to a new report from Credit Karma, Gen Zers and millennials fight about money with their romantic partners like once a week, Mm. which is crazy. I got married older. So when I got married, I was, I met Caitlin, I was 39. We don't, we still don't have kids. We will at some point. She is not pregnant right now. So don't start those rumors on Facebook either. So I can understand if you're young and you get married and you have kids quickly and you're still figuring out your job, your career, how that's a big, it it can be a problem. It can be some uncomfortable growth. But for us, she, you know, she got went back at her master's degree, was working in tech and oil and gas. And so we don't really fight about it. The second argument so money's first second yeah. is uh taking out the trash now now that we yeah, you know yeah. there, i did it yesterday nope, nope. <laughs> it's not being present or being on the oh phone too much. that's number one oh, for me boy. yeah yeah that's number one and spending time together and then after that comes Kids. in chores oh. but the money thing is so important to young people that they're starting to research their dates job to see how much money they make before they go out with them their dates job yeah like if the, those oh, that are younger that's, and that dating that, that's not a thing you shouldn't do that we shouldn't nah now, we should also normalize how much we make. So everybody say how much they make. Go, Amy. Okay. So right. another right, survey found that 75% of uh, people said, hey, happiness at your job is the key to happiness in life. I would agree. It's a big part of it. Happy work, happy life? Yes. That's what. That's the same Interesting. for it. No, Wait, th- I no, happy, no he's wife, happy wife, happy life. life. I know, but the title of the study that I read was... I do happy work, happy dork. Happy work, happy life. <laughs> Almost rhymes. <laughs> kind of works, though. Almost rhymes. Okay, this might save you money. Google Flights is adding a new feature to help travelers figure out the right time to book. You can turn on a price tracking feature as well that's going to notify you when prices drop significantly. Or it'll say, hey, this is the time you need to buy. Go. Which I think is like so helpful because they can fluctuate so much. I naturally turn every notification off as soon as I download anything. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be an app that just tells me the good notifications. Do you want notifications? Nope. I'm trained to go, nope, I don't want any notifications on anything because I just, I, I get annoyed with all the things on my phone. So other than the notifications part, I'd be good for that. So college football coaches, they were asked to name their favorite singers and country stars dominated. Yeah, probably because it's a bunch of white guys in their 50s in the <laughs> Southeast boys. for the most part. Yeah, I mean. And there, there's one country artist in particular that was number one overall. Stapleton. Eight, eight different college coaches say this guy is their favorite. Stapleton. Older. Oh, George Strait. Call me the fireman. That's my name. 
I mean, there's a lot of schools in Texas, too, and George yeah. Bay, Texas is a guy for sure. Down the narrow frames. Kirby Smart said Luke Bryan. Hey, everybody, I don't know what I got. I got a what Yeah. Georgia, obviously. Who did Sam Pittman say? I don't have him. Arkansas's coach. Mm. He's probably a George guy. I don't no, have I bet, it, I bet it was a country. I bet it was like classic rock. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Mm. Other ones on the list. These guys got six. Coach each. Lee from Vanderbilt. Beethoven. <laughs> that guy is, that guy is <laughs> smart. Eric Church and Luke Combs. They come in second. All right, thank you. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Back in 2017, there's this mixed breed dog named Scout. He broke out of the animal shelter, put him back in. He broke out again. They were like, how's he getting out of here? Broke out again. They're like, where's he going? Well, they found out. My dog, I know where, if, she, if Ella leaves, I know where she likes to go now. She has this one part of the fence she likes to go to. There's another dog back there, and she's not always there, but it, a lot of times she's <laughs> in that spot. So they started going, well, this dog's the same spot every time. Turns out this dog had been going and sneaking out of this place and into a nursing home and then just sleeping on the couch in the lobby. Aww. And then the old people started being friends with the dog. That's, not even knowing where it was coming from. That's pretty cute. So you got a dog who's escaping and just finds somewhere warm and fun to go to. And then he's like, this couch is awesome. And people keep petting me. <laughs> and he keeps going back. And then you have the people there. They're like, this dog is just showing up. So everybody was winning. And, and so dog. now now, they're, now the dog goes and like basically stays there. Yes. Pets at nursing homes, as long as it's okay for the people to be around the pets, it's so therapeutic. Tell me that in an awesome story. Love, Love it. it. And you know what they called that dog? You know, Scout. You, know you said his name was Scout. Oh, I was going to make a dang. <laughs> what? That's a good point. <laughs> what? what? What do they call the dog? It doesn't matter. What'd you say? I it? forgot I said the dog's name. For fun. Nah. Say, say we didn't know the dog's name I'll was save Scout. the joke for another time. Oh, okay. You know, right. Why do you want to know now? That's what it is. That's tell me something good. That's what it's all about. <laughs> that was tell me something good. <laughs> Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, 
That's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. It's time for the investigative morning corny. Guys, let's figure it out. Come on. Let's see how many we can get in 90 seconds. Amy's got her computer on. Pulling the <laughs> jokes up. We heard it. <laughs> <heard that. laughs> Sorry, I just turned it on. All right, here we go. Hit it. The morning corny. When she finishes the first joke, the timer starts. Go. Atlanta Falcons and possums have what in common? Football. Birds. Atlanta Falcons and possums. The dirty bird. The they don't. They're both dirty. Play dead. They play dead. They uh, that come from behind. The Tom Brady owns them. I don't know. <laughs> possums. <laughs> oh, this is like y'all are really into sports. I thought y'all might. Know. Oh, don't say we're not into sports because we don't know your joke answer. I don't know. I feel possums. like twenty-five whistles to my access. Hold on. Atlanta Falcons and possum. Possums play dead. They have what in common? So they play they dead. Play They're till- dead. Mm-hmm. They play. They play dead. I, I guess they are they good. They play dead at home and they get killed on the road. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll take are, that one though. But we, we got that. We got play dead. That's that, one. That that's, a, that's the worst one I've ever heard. It's a mile long. Yes. Go ahead. Do you know the difference between the Dallas Cowboys and a dollar bill? The dollar bill's worth something. The dollar. The dollar bill. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. You can still get four quarters from a dollar bill. <laughs> I just want to hear the ends of these. That's so dumb. She's not taking shots at Eddie. Go ahead. Uh, Nebraska and marijuana have what in common? (laughs) They're both high. They get smoked. They both get smoked in a bowl. Oh, these are all just making fun of teams. (laughs) That's funny, too. Nebraska's playing Colorado this week. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So for for what reason are Seattle Seahawks players claiming to have uh, swine flu? Why? So they don't have to touch the pigskin. Did they not touch the ball a lot? I don't get that. I don't get it. Amy the doing sports jokes. The ball. Was, but we didn't even get to do the investigative. Right. You have okay, one? okay, Wait. yeah. What do Billy Graham and Jacksonville Jaguars have in common? Billy Graham. Who is Billy Graham? Billy Graham. The He's old an evangelist. And then she said Jacksonville Bill Jaguars. Jaguar. Like, that's Jacksonville, right? <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jaguars. Billy Graham. They both preach. Sweat. They both wipe their sweat. I don't know what. Well, this they, they both make 70,000 people scream. Jay-Z. Jesus Christ. Like, because I guess. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, oh, oh, but for different no. ways. I don't know. I just thought that'd be fun. <sighs> yeah, we could have done that on another day where we weren't getting to play the game. Yeah, like, we, we didn't get to play. We didn't get to play. I thought, I thought y'all, it would just be How fun. are we going to get, they play get dead killed on the road at home now, yes. and they get killed on the road? I liked it. I did have fun, though. World? But we'll get on next week, boys. <laughs> All right. But we don't, we don't get to sing our song, though. We didn't no, we play. didn't get one right. Mm. I don't get this one. Oh boy! Uh, what's a mass gathering of Raiders fans called? What gang rally? Or- yeah, gang. Well, you can't say that, Eddie. <laughs> so wait, and I bleep that. Okay. All right, go ahead. So yeah, a mass gathering of Raiders fans is what? called prison. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're all like Raiders fans are like trouble. 
prison. That's right. Eddie said that. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But Eddie, what that no, means no, is I, not I, the same thing. I'm, you hear me say that about gangs? But that's that was like when they beat up people. Yes. No, that's how, not. But no, however, no, that's no, not no, what that no, means. No, that's not now what it's different means, meaning. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Even I know that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ray, close up the joke, and I'll say something else. That was the morning corny. We got we bleeped it in time. Don't worry, Eddie. Thank, thankfully, the FCC will let you be. <laughs> Good, we bleeped it. Uh, I'll be in Vegas on Saturday night. If you guys are in Las Vegas or you're nearby, come by. Come to the show, BobbyBones.com. My comedically inspirational show at the Virgin Hotel and Casino. Um, Virgin, the opposite of what Eddie's got bleeped out. Okay, come on. <laughs> Dang, I just read one that is. That's not what that means. Yes, it does. <laughs> If you want it to be. No, no, that's what no, it no, means. That's the no. only thing it means. It's that's like not a, true. Thank Google you. it. The current or the last show that you watch with your partner, your significant other, Eddie? The last show was Hijack. Oh, it was good. We watched that too. Yeah. On Apple Plus. And we watched that in like three days. It was so good. And it was so corny at very first. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't do it. It's going to be too corny. It's awesome. There were still even parts where I was like, come on. But it's still good. That Idris Elba is awesome. Yeah, man. He's pretty cool. That's a good show. Apple Plus Hijack. Yes. Lunchbox? Right now, we're watching Big Brother. Does she like reality television? Yeah. Or does she watch it because you love it so much? No, she likes it, too. That's cool that you guys can bond on that because you love it. I love it. And she likes Big Brother more than I do. Like, we just got into it during COVID because we had nothing to watch, nothing to do. We're like, oh, we never watched it before. She is addicted to it. I mean, I know. Uh, I'm just going to go see it. What What was the last show you guys watched? MASH? I don't know. Friends? (laughs) The last Cheers. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I was going to say, like, season one, Ted Lasso, maybe. Yeah, okay. That's a good show. We started watching a documentary called Stolen Youth on Hulu. I think it's called Stolen Youth. We stopped watching it because it was dark. It's about a cult Mm. at a college, and this girl's dad comes in, and, like, it's crazy. We're going to get back to it. It's called Stolen Youth Inside the Cult at, like, Sarah Lawrence University or something. And it's three episodes. Dude, it's but it's crazy. So, I can give you the bit of it. I don't want to ruin too much of it. And I'm not big into crime. or And, and Kaylin's really not either. But we started watching and it just felt too dark for right Why then. did you guys pick that one? Because we both, there's two versions of it out. There's the, an acted version and then there's the documentary. Got it. And we had just been hearing about it. And so this there's all these kids that go to this university. I'm going to mess them this up. There's like eight of them living together. One girl's dad is like, was in jail but he was in jail, but, but he was like super connected to like, he like protected Gorbachev. They, um, he's all these pictures with real high profile people and he starts to hang around the kids and then he ends up, he's turns him into a cult. Whoa. It's what? It's, well, what time frame? Like what the, year was this? 10 years ago? 2010. Oh. Well, wow. What kind of a cult? This is awesome. Amy's interested. I'm, I'm no, really I mean, how do I get there to Sarah Lawrence? <laughs> no, I don't want, I mean, I am fascinated by uh, cults. Cult documentaries. Uh, me I mean, it's pretty interesting. I'd like to start one. No, we kind of have the B team's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Not favorite cult in the whole world. <laughs> no. like, right here, us, yeah. this room. Let's, let's do it. Um, but we're also watching Winning Time season two. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's the Lakers dynasty on HBO mm-hmm. on Max. Yeah, so that's good. I, I ask about shows because experts stress the importance of watching TV with your spouse. It will bring the two of you closer together without even realizing that you're closer together. You have again, a shared experience and something that is continuing that you can make a point to continue with you two. A new study found that watching TV with your partner can release bond-boosting hormones, especially if you binge together. It's also important because you talk about the show afterwards and you talk about looking forward to what's going to happen next or you talk about not watching the show because we do it together or 
So that was a whole article I read in Women's Health that I thought was pretty interesting. It's all fine unless one of them cheats. You know what? Here's the thing. I don't even care if she cheats if I don't know. That's if she just true. watches it with me. No, but but you do know. No, because, no, but, because you can tell she's not no longer interested when you're watching it together. As long as she's cool, and I don't know, I don't care what she does. Okay. If she wants to watch it and doesn't tell me, it, it isn't. I'm not affected at all by it. But it's something you guys did together. You see, you, you did it. You started it together. Then all of a sudden, you see her stray a little bit. You're like, that's weird. But she's as long not as she plays it and treats me the same way, he just wants to be treated the same. And she's watching it, and we're living our life, and I don't know the difference. So it doesn't matter if she's with another dude. That's not the same that's thing. Totally same, different. Same thing, man. Not, okay, TV really? show, dude, cheating, cheating. You're, a, you're an idiot. Yeah, that's the dumbest <laughs> statement you've ever said. No, no, it's not the same thing. But it does. It hurts my feelings because we started that together. But if and you it, never know, your feelings aren't hurt. But I do know. I'm telling you. But I, you can't know in my this world that I'm delivering I to got you. you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, so watch shows with your significant others. And Amy, rooting for you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I, It'll happen soon. Yeah. Yeah, you'll get that. I, it's fine. I like. I can watch. I still look forward to watching shows. I know. I'm jealous. I just watch whatever. I'll, I got to wait for her to watch Winning Time now. I start to get mad. <laughs> as you told you. So we were going on vacation and we went to the airport and we get a text. Your flight's been canceled. And so we were going to go to Detroit and then Detroit. We were going to fly over to like Europe somewhere. That was the big long flight. And so, flight got canceled. We're supposed to leave at like 12.30 after the show. And so, we got put on a flight at 7 p.m. to Minneapolis. And then from Minneapolis, we flew over overseas. So, we get there and we check in. And they're like, you, we don't have a ticket for you. Just go on through. We'll give it to you at the gate. It's one of those where we have to be allowed, allowed on. Because we don't have a seat. But what they're doing is they're offering other people money to get off the seat, apparently. Oh, yeah. So we were those people because we got canceled on. They were offering people 300 bucks if you'll get off. They don't know it's us. And so they're like, okay, cool. So like you have your tickets. You're going. So we go and it's Caitlin, my wife and myself. And they say, okay, here are your two tickets. Um, we've up, sir, you're upgraded to first class. And here's your ticket, Caitlin. And we so I have a first class seat now because I've been upgraded. Oh no! And she doesn't. So she's she just chilling. You know, it's just a coat. It's just a normal. You know, it's just that, that. And so I'm like, what do I do? Like we're married, right? I don't get. There's no. I don't need to do a grand gesture. It's like, do oh. I give her? So this is tough. And it's already happened. So the situation has happened. So I'm not going to tell you. I forgot all about this. But one of my friends thought it was so funny. He said, I should bring it up to you guys. What would you have done, first of all? You get a first class and your wife gets a... a Coach. Random, yeah, whatever, normal seat. What do you do? Eddie. Oh, man, I'm thinking about this. <laughs> I think I would keep my first class ticket. And Live she it just up. luck of the draw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I would say, hey, I've never sat first class. Like, let me just enjoy this. And she's like, well, I haven't either. Yeah, yeah, but I got the ticket. Got it. Lunchbox. Yeah. I tell her that's show business, baby. No show, no, 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 no. show business. Yeah. And I would, and I would say, hey, I'll bring you a drink. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be up here. I'll see you on the other side. I can come behind the curtain. You want a drink? I'll bring you a glass of champagne. You can make some new friends, and I'm gonna be up here in first class, living the life because they chose me for a reason. They didn't think you were first class. Maybe you can work your way up. Okay. Boom. 
What do you think I did? Oh, you caved like a little, you folded like a lawn chair and handed that ticket to her and said, you sit up here first class, I'll be the little sissy in the back. Okay, see, that, yeah, I wouldn't put it that way, but I could also see this happening. You going back and there's th- maybe three or four people on Caitlin's row and y'all see, hey, is anybody traveling alone? Next to Caitlin, what? and then no, you no, sit no, no, them no. the first class, no. and then you sit back and coach next to Caitlin, and that's a fun surprise for someone that's traveling alone. That is the dumbest thing you would do, but <laughs> probably something you would do. Yeah. Why would you give it to a random stranger? What Definitely are you guys? Something. No, no, you got to enjoy. The- I didn't do anything. I didn't, I'm just asking. But you you've done oh, something. Boy. Oh boy, I'm no. asking what what you, you think. Definitely I did. didn't keep it. If you. If you tried to give it to her, the only reason why you kept it is because she said, no, keep it. Like, can we, can keep- we have multiple choice? No, I'm just asking what you thought. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really, I mean. Lunchbox says I folded like a lawn chair. But I don't think that's folding if I did that. Amy yeah. said I did something outside of the a two gesture. probably possibilities. Eddie? I still think deep inside you're one of us. You did what we, me and Lunchbox would do. And here's the thing. Eddie would never do that. Yes, I would. Mm. You want to make a bet? Yeah, you have to call your wife to ask if you can bet on this show. <laughs> that's true. That's because so that's money finances. that you're spending. Finance right? is right. different. Mm. Ray? Yeah, I think you took it just because you had to do business work and stuff. So you definitely did first class. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. You did not work on the plane, did you? Does he ever not work, Amy? Like, yeah, really? he's vacation. Nah, he still works. Vacation. He, he found something. So we have two people that said... The three of us. Said, oh no, me, no, I, me, and Ray said you did. You took the chair. You took the I first, said class. first class. Yeah. And Lunchbox says I didn't. And Amy says I. You gave the ticket away to a stranger. That's Don- weird. Donated a kidney on the plane. Or something. No, maybe not. I mean, just to sit by Caitlin, or you offered it to her, and she was like, "No, I'll stay here. You got the ticket. It's oh, fine." Because I don't. Know. Wait be cool. a minute. Wait a minute. There, you guys are forgetting about a different option. Go ahead. Bobby went to first class and offered someone some cash. Go sit back in the coach. So no way. Come up. No way. That's a baller move. Wait, wait, like, wait. That's a lot of wait, 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 wait. So, so Bobby sat in his first class seat. And whoever's, ne- I don't know how first, I mean, I don't know on a plane going international, like if there's. Was, this wasn't international. This is Nashville the, to Minneapolis. Oh, that's oh, it. He de- oh, he definitely paid someone up front. What? I thought this was like overseas. Uh, Nashville to Minneapolis. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you might have paid some. You paid someone. You paid someone. You balled a- out and said, "Here's a stack of cash. Get to the back. Let my wife come sit up here, honey." Pop How her long is that flight? Come on, two hours. Okay, you probably just stayed in the seat. Like this is. I sorry, I was thinking all day. I gave her, all I, gave her the, I gave her the seat. I sat in the back. Oh my god. Oh, okay. And she gladly took it. Yeah, she was like, "Okay, exactly." That, why, why didn't you do that? Why you is it okay? should gladly yeah. take it. Why is it okay for her to gladly take it and not for you to gladly take it? That's what I don't understand. Makes no understand sense, this. man. Like these rules that guys, you guys put on these things. There's no are, rule. She didn't even say. She was like, "Are you sure you can sit up?" I don't. She's like, "I don't care. You can sit up there. You're exactly. t- way taller than I am." Yes. Now, she has long legs. And I was like, "It's all good. You can have it." And then I was miserable back there. But still. <laughs> but no, I yeah, I, I gave it to her. It's because I wanted to cash it in later too, guys. Like, yeah. like oh, like another favor. Yeah, it's like like it's football rem- season. Rem- golf. Remember, I let you had first class. Does that work? Uh, it, yeah, yeah, it does. it does with us. Yeah, because the remember when I did this, but I, you have to do it while they still remember though. Okay, I, I cashed it in like the next day, so I did let her have it, and I was very uncomfortable. Even that's where I would have been anyway. But I was yeah. just like, I'm so miserable. Although, <laughs> yeah. but I, but I gave her the ticket. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, Lunchbox looks so disgusted with me. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just sad, dude. It's it's sad to see a guy just put his, you know, just what? Put his what? What did you put what? His tail between his legs. Oh, okay. I don't think that's what you're gonna say. I don't either, but okay. No, that's what it is. And you just go to the back, like oh, I'm a little sad puppy. You know what I mean? My wife controls everything. I mean, it's just like, control. Yeah, yeah. When people on the plane sees that, they're like, no one they, saw that. They see that. People see that. They got no backbone. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Boy, howdy. Listen to this one. A Dallas apartment evicts a tenant, throws all their belongings in a dumpster, and then later realizes, wrong unit. Oh, Oh. no. You got to triple check that. (gasps) Ooh. That's crazy. A Dallas man says everything he and his daughter own was thrown in a dumpster. That's terrible. Oh, man. Turns out they had the wrong unit number. Lawsuit. And now the man says he's got tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, but he owns an apartment complex. After Johnny Abney spent years building a life for himself and his nine-year-old daughter, everything they own is now gone. The items weren't stolen. They were thrown in the dumpster by the order of the management of the Hamilton, the high-end mid-rise apartment building where Abney lived in the deep Ellum neighborhood of Dallas. It's all in a police report. Abney filed me return home from work in late July to find his apartment door unlocked and contents cleared out. Dang. According to the report's narrative, a leasing agent on site said, and this will make you feel better, 
There was a misunderstanding. <laughs> well, yeah, no and maintenance access. Oh my god. <laughs> That's tough. Um, okay. Mm. Yeah, how do they make that right? So there's some stuff about subletting and it goes on and it gets into like legal issues, but I don't know. Obviously that part wasn't supposed to happen, but that's tough. I just hear that like anytime we're clearing out a home and throwing everything away or... or and they wrecking ball a home and it's like the wrong arm. Yeah, like it's like cutting off the wrong arm. <laughs> surgery. Terrible. You know, we need uh, checks and balances yeah. like all the way through. Okay. A Chicago TV news crew was robbed at gunpoint while reporting on a string of robberies. Whoa. You know what? That's brave of somebody to rob a news crew while they're doing a news report. I wonder if they were the robbers. Well, if not, they were then the well, robbers. Now they're robbers, but the but robbers, they, they were getting But it could have been a culture on. of robbing. Yeah. Because wow. in poor neighborhoods, people tend to survive and there's robbing that. So it just could be part of the culture there. Dang. But yeah, they were doing this string story. It's happening all over. And then they ended up being robbed themselves. Three armed men in ski masks pop up with guns. Oh my goodness. Crazy. Those are both wild stories. <laughs> uh, that's from AP. Does hitting things when you're angry help? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, depends what thing. The wall. Yeah. Because that might end up hurting you in the long run. The answer is nope. No. According to that's this. Not right. A new study suggests that venting and hitting something with rage fails to release your hostility. Mm. It can even make matters worse. Mm. The anger stays the same or becomes worse when you release it in this way. Experts say try a workout instead. Well, you're hitting a punching bag. Also, you don't have an hour if you're angry. <laughs> I'm very angry and irrational. I think I'll dedicate an hour right. to bettering my mental. No, it's irrational. People are doing irrational things. And I think when I'm irrational, it's hard for me to think rationally. Right. I was I was saying rational hitting. There, I don't know that that's a thing. No, man. it is. It is. You're being intentional about making sure you're being you get intentionally out your, irrational. Like, like a punching Controlled bag. Controlled irrational. That's hitting something. Mm -hmm. And they okay. said it work out. So, yes. And if you, if it's fine, like if Eddie has available brooms to break over his knee. Yeah, that's you're rational. really talking about you. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, that's I, okay. I, can, I can hit things, but I feel like I'm doing it in a controlled environment. Controlled, that, which rational. Is love it. And I love it for you. Manner. Yes. What about ripping siding off your house in anger? In anger <laughs> <laughs> I did that one time to prove a point. Or blacking out with a man's neck in your right hand. Oh, that's Scuba. Uh, scuba Steve. He's like, I woke up and the guy was getting choked and it was by me. Oh my God. And then they split. <laughs> it's a little different. You guys have problems, man. We all have problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have problems that manifest themselves physically. <laughs> I take mine and push it way down deep inside. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, next up, how much time do you let your younger kids watch their iPad? Amy, answer a day. A day during the school week is getting down to zero, which is awesome. But on the weekend, oh, <laughs> take it away, kid. <laughs> Eddie? I'd say every time we're in the car, so three, four times a day. Child development experts say to limit it as much as possible. New research out of Japan suggests that staring at a screen younger than five slows development of both physical and mental skills. Well, it's much better, yes, yeah. to let them be active. but. Yeah. But if, if you're in Olive Garden, they won't shut up. Exactly. I get it. Give them the iPad. For everybody's sake, let's slow them down. Yeah. Let's slow down there. Because I, like, I want my soup and breadsticks, you know? I want, there, and I'm going to be quiet. There's too many screen options because there's the iPad screen and then there's the video game and that's a screen. And then if you're watching a movie as a family, that's a screen. Yeah, I don't like, consider the movie screens with the family as much of a screen. Okay. They're doing homework on a computer. That's a screen. Yeah, it exactly. Is, but I think there's good screen time and bad screen time. Is this your phone argument? 
<laughs> All my screen time's good. <laughs> right. Is YouTube totally safe? No, what the kind of question what, what, is that? What? what, what? No. It was like, so heroin, right? Is it like, I don't know, healthy for some folks? No, I mean, no. but YouTube is, it's all good. You no. can't go, no? No. Have you ever been on YouTube, Amy? Hey, check out, check this thing out called the internet. <laughs> Amy, I'm going to send no, you, I'll just Google just one YouTube, YouTube video. YouTube. No. Okay. Why do you, there's YouTube because, kids that's safe. No, no, I know. I have YouTube kids on my phone. What I'm saying Are all is, drivers with a license great drivers? <laughs> nope. I'm asking this specifically because my son was issued a school computer and it's it's got YouTube on it, and they can look at whatever. And then I'm shocked by it. And Sashira said, "No, mom, we have YouTube on our computers. YouTube is always safe." Well, she saw you coming and going. Yeah, and you believed her. But but why would the school allow access to YouTube? Maybe well, they, they have may block. have certain things that are on block. Yeah, you can block it. Sure. But now, don't don't know what they have. I'm just answering your question. Okay. Is all of YouTube <laughs> safe? Good I just safe. thought. Oh wow, that's YouTube awesome. can teach you how to make bombs. YouTube can teach you <laughs> how to hack. No. Okay. It can teach you how to fix your washer and dryer, too. Yeah. Or well, that's the only thing I use it for. Is hacking? Um, no, fixing things around the house or listening to music. Mm -hmm. Well, or... the screen time studies from JAMA Pediatrics, a research journal. All right. I hear you. I'll figure it out. F1 driver Carlos Sainz reportedly chases down thieves who stole his $300,000 watch in Italy. In a car? You know. Come on. I thought it was on foot when I read the story. Because he's a driver. I'm thinking, dude, this could be awesome. He finished third in the Italian Grand Prix. And then he chased down the thieves who stole his six-figure watch on the streets of Milan. So he must have been on foot. Okay. He was on foot. They came up, took it, and he chased them. Police eventually showed up for the report, took the thieves into custody. He recovered his watch, which was valued at $323,000 Dang. from Yahoo. I get it. I get you're going to chase. But I'm going to tell you, a guy with that kind of money also probably has that watch insured. So I wouldn't chase them unless it was like something that your grandpa or dad passed down. Because if they're going to steal, they're going to then try to keep themselves out of trouble or from harm's way, and they may kill you, mm. stab you, because they've already committed a crime. But I get it. Super important to him. But I'm telling you, with that kind of money, that watch was insured. But he must have loved the watch. <laughs> or he's just so mad. He's like, okay, I'll show right. you. Why tech experts are urging all parents to have a secret emoji with their children. And I thought this was excellent. Like, my wife and I have a code word to get out of situations. If it's just uh, certain things we can say, we know, like, oh, they don't want to be here anymore. You mean like social situations? Uh -huh. Social or... What I is need, it? I'm not, why would I what, say it right what? now? Tell everyone. Uh, Amy, I was thinking this. I was about to ask I'm the same question. No, what's wrong with you guys? Change it. For, no, I'm not changing it because I barely remember it sometimes anyway. Because <laughs> she'll say it and I'll be like, I, I don't even... No. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. And then she'll go, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> oh, oh, got it. Yeah. yeah. So in an emergency, an emoji is less conspicuous than a word or a phrase even. So make sure the emoji is easy to remember. Make sure your you know, kid... If they, they're texting, that they can send the emoji. It's kind of the emergency emoji and know what they are. Maybe do two of them. Use one that maybe isn't that commonly used. Yeah. And that is the secret sign. Huh. Um, that's from the Daily Mail. I don't encourage the eggplant or the splatter. No, that can be mistaken. Yes, it could. Or the peach. <laughs> Misinterpreted. Yeah, you don't, you don't want that one. No, I get it. Yeah. A dinner-sized plate was found inside this woman's abdomen. What? A 18 plate? months after cesarean. Yeah, Dinner-sized plate, like a device, oh. a plate. Because a plate, you don't have to eat off a plate. Right, right, right. Oh, they left plate. it in? A surgical tool the size of a dinner plate was found inside a woman's abdomen 18 months after a baby was delivered. <laughs> well, How do you forget that? Don't you do a checklist of, okay, 
Let's see. We went in with night. It's not like you're building something from Ikea and you have like one thing left over and you're like, I think we're good. You can't finish on somebody and you have one thing you can't find to be like, you know what? Close enough. But say the surgery's over, right? And you're the technician cleaning all the stuff and you're like, oh crap, where is that thing? And you look at the body. It's already sealed. Good to go. You're like, do you say something? Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got to open that back up and hey, get doc. my... <laughs> You left, a, you left your plate in there. Oh, no. But it is pure chaos in there. CNN. There's a lot of people, and they just wrap everything up in a big blanket, and they take it out. So, I mean, well, I, how I do you know? Oh, C-section. He's seen it. He, he's on YouTube every day. Watch well, every I, I'm just talking regular birth. They have a bunch of tools that they just <laughs> throw in a blanket and wrap it up. So, I can't imagine this. You were in there? Yeah. I don't remember that part. A neurosurgeon investigating a patient's mystery symptom plucks a worm from a woman's brain. Oh. Oh. That's crazy. Oh. How does that happen? That freaks me so, out. they were doing a biopsy. Through a hole in a 64-year-old patient's skull, and something was off, and and, and they went in with forceps and pulled out the parasite. Eight oh, inches, yeah. or excuse me, eight centimeters, oh. three inches, still big, still big. So it was a larva, as a round worm, mm. and it was in her brain. I don't even want to know what I have in me. I know I have something because I, I don't even want to know what's in my BH because it hurts so bad. I know no, there's parasites. I mean, you would know you have worms, right? Like you'd feel it. No. Parasites? You don't no. know you have parasites. You have parasites. Yeah. Oh, a three-inch worm. You no, would you feel don't. it moving in your body. You don't know. Really? Wow. When you eat steak, you feel it moving in there? No, no. I'm saying like in your head, if you felt like... I don't know. I don't know I that it's like, like that. flipping. Yeah. Like, I, don't like, I don't know it's like wiggling on a hook, It's not, it's not traveling your no, head? No, and it's not a worm. Like I've Because I've had I've intestinal worms as a kid, and they're it's not like a worm you dig out of the dirt. Oh, man. Right. It's still a worm. It, it, okay. Yeah, that's like, what I was picturing. It just looks like a worm, but it's yeah. not like... It's not a worm? Eyeballs and... You don't, yeah, you don't put it on a bobber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's no. Those were Bobby's big stories. They announced the CMA nominations this year. There's a couple big award shows. This is one of them. A lot of letters. I know it can be confusing and people are like, I don't know the difference. Sometimes we don't either. <laughs> but it is a big one. The CMAs are big. The ACMs are big. The BOBs are big. The uh, BU... <laughs> you mean you don't wait for the bobs to be announced? Every no, year? no, oh. no. Okay, Entertainer of the Year, the big one. Uh, the nominees are Luke Combs, which makes sense. Chris Stapleton makes sense. Carrie Underwood makes sense. Morgan Wallen makes sense. And it also makes sense, but this is new. First time ever nominated for Entertainer of the Year. Who do you think is getting that first ever nomination for Entertainer of the Year? First ever. You guys, I had you guys not look. Huh. Lainey Wilson? Yes. Wow. wow. For Entertainer of the wow. Year. Wow. That's amazing. The year of Lainey, man. Wow. Let's go. Yeah, that's super cool. Congratulations. She's that Lainey. big. It's getting there. It has been a one, yeah. it's been a really great year for her. Year and a half. Single of the year. So this is how the song sounds. Like the whole thing. The engineer song, you know. Um, Luke Combs Fast Car. So I remember when we were driving, driving you know, it's a cover. I, I don't think it should win. I love the song. I love, I love his version of it, but I don't I don't and I know it's a producer award. I'm still gonna go. No to that one because it's just a cover. And it sounds like the original. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, but I I, don't, I think Luke would probably say the same thing. Okay. Laney Wilson, Heart Like a Truck. I got a heart like a truck. Jelly Roll, Need a Favor. Oh, yeah, this is a big one. I like that. Uh, Jordan Davis, Next Thing You Know. Next Thing You Know. Saving money like never before. And a Hardy, Wait in the Truck. Wait in the truck. There you go. Let's call Jordan. Let's see if Jordan's awake even. This 
my cell phone up to the microphone. This is going to sound really clunky, probably. Not he's about to wake up. He has to know he won. He, yeah. Or not won, but he's nominated. He got three nominations. And he has kids. It's 830 or whatever time it is. He's, he's up. He answers with He's not F- on the road. He answers with an F word <laughs> on the air. What's up, buddy? There he is, everybody! Yeah! Come on! <laughs> am, I, am I on the radio right now? <laughs> no, man, I just called from my house with all my friends, and we're just sitting around talking about you. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. Uh, dude, thanks, man. Did you wake up to hear the nominations, or were you awakened by the nominations itself? No, I was waking by my phone just, like, going crazy. That's awesome. What? So, single of the year, that next thing you know song, dude, is so good. I mean, it's so good. I feel like I can sing it. It's so good. Because there are certain songs <laughs> that get to a point where you sing it so much, you start to feel good about how your voice sounds. Next thing yeah. you know. I'm like, dude, that, that song has been a game changer for you. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And, like, you know, I mean, even after, you know, last year, like, it, I never thought I'd have a song that could top what By Dirt did for me. And I, I think next thing has done it. Um, but yeah, Are I mean, you getting texts like crazy? Is that your phone? That. Is that your phone going off? I'll let you go. I just, we just want to tell no. you. Oh, okay. I, no. Okay. I'm, I'm good. He's, you know, playing, he's playing video games. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty. He's playing Call of Duty this morning. Um, what, yeah. Hey, dude, I see all your shows are selling out like crazy. Yeah, they're doing they're doing great, man. We're we're rock and rolling. We're busy, uh, as you know. As oh, don't even start. To... I'm not getting I'm not getting into that with you right now because no, I, no, I know, no, no, no. Because on the surface, I don't like you right now, and we're not cool. But I love you as a friend, and I wanted to be excited for you. But we ain't cool right now. I know, dude. And I'm trying to find the dates. No, I'm it's not like, even that. For it just what? don't what happen. Guys? Nothing. Nothing. I Jordan is one of my really good friends, but he's a real douche right now. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I told you, I told and, you, that and I know message. you're busy. You're busy. I get it. We're all busy. Hey, I got a world tour I too, buddy. I claimed that. I claimed that in the message. I, I told you I was being a terrible friend. I, I didn't. He didn't even respond. Two weeks, he didn't respond. <laughs> and I'll be passive aggressive with him because I love him. I give him a kiss. But and I'm like, hey man, remember your little friends out here selling out amphitheaters? <laughs> yeah. So what are y'all trying to do? No, Don't, we, nothing. It doesn't okay, matter. Okay. All right. We jump right from we jump right from the dirt right here. But the shows are going great. I'm sorry I didn't mean to bring that up. And it's it's been it, it has it's been a blast. And like I've been last night or last weekend in Nashville was amazing. Off on another run this weekend, and uh, the shows are sold out. So it's it's pretty. It's cool to see it. It's cool to see it connecting, which well, is which is what you always want. Yeah, I'm bored. But here's the thing. <laughs> up for one final, one other category I want to mention that Jordan's up for. Uh, douche of the Year. Oh, Jordan Davis. Yeah. yeah. Win that one. Yeah, I think he's. Hey, I'll, you can go ahead and give that to me, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man, I'm super proud for you. Congratulations on three nominations. I love you. And um, congratulations on everything you deserve, man. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you all for calling me. You're welcome. See you, buddy. BBCC, Bobby Bones Cinema Club. That's the group we're in. We watch a movie every two weeks and we. All put one in, we draw it and watch it. We've watched Rope from the 50s. Oh, how good was that? It was Eddie's movie. We watched The Stuff, Lunchbox is a horror movie. Great. From the eight. It's terrible. <laughs> we watched Shotgun Wedding, Ray's movie from Amazon. Not bad. And yeah. Lunchbox put Showgirls in there, and some oh. of us were like, I'm not watching that porn. Yeah. So. It was. Yes. We drew this time, and we drew mine. We drew oh. Man on the Moon from Jim Carrey. He played Andy Kaufman, one of the people that have really inspired me my whole life. Andy Kaufman's no longer alive, or is he? That's the question. But... Uh, it's my favorite movie of all time because one, Jim Carrey does a great job and two, I love Andy Kaufman and I love how brave he was at times when it wasn't even funny. So, that being said, let's go around the room here and I have you guys' reviews 
But because we lost power a minute ago, we're kind of behind. Like, I have all the written ones. So why don't you just tell me what you, how, what you did or didn't like in your review, Amy? Okay, well, I went into it expecting not to like it, but I was pleasantly surprised to find myself very interested in this movie and his life. So much so that I was Googling during and after and watching YouTube clips from back in the day that were actually in the movie. Like the David Letterman scene with the wrestler guy. Yeah, Joey Lawler. When yeah. Because Andy Kaufman would be like, I can be any girl wrestling. And he would <laughs> wrestle women much smaller than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and dominate them. Dominate them. Be like, I told you. And so then Jerry Lawler, it was all set up. I mean, he was a performance right? Yeah, artist. I didn't yeah. know that. When I was shocked when that part of the movie came up. So then, yes, I start Googling it. And then the, the original YouTube clip, it's like 10 minutes long. And I watched the whole thing. So that's how interested mm-hmm. I was. And how they had even that whole skit planned out. And David was, David, Jerry, and... Um, Andy were the only ones involved in it. It's so funny. And he hit him when he really hit him in the face. He hit him. Yeah. Because Andy oh, yeah. Kaufman was like, "Hit me," because we got to sell it. Okay, but the the I watched a more recent clip of Jerry. Like he's way older now, and he was on a podcast two years ago, and he was talking about how they knew they needed to be dramatic, but he kind of threw in the slap, and that actually Andy didn't. He's like, people don't believe this, but Andy did not know the slap was coming. And I don't believe it. Yeah, well, I know. And I do believe they put a man on the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so good. This, there's this a documentary you. you'll like on Netflix uh-huh. about Jim Carrey playing that character. Okay. That messed it up for me, though. It's it's It gets dark. Because that made me feel like, oh, my God, how could anyone work with him? How it's, difficult. Because he, he lived, I mean, he did, what do you call it when you act? Method, Method. actor. It's, it's crazy. It's really good if you watch Like, he movie. would start fights with a crew. Being, being Andy Kaufman. It, yeah. Oh, the Tony Clifton thing. That crap. I love that. But also, and then, gosh, his own family, when he gets cancer, they're like, yeah. We don't believe him because he's been lying so much about his stuff. Eddie? Uh. Dude, it's always been one of my favorite movies, and I've probably seen it five times, but I was like, let me watch this again. Dude, I'm telling you, more and more when I watch that movie, I think he's alive. Like, I really do. Just because at the very end, well, I don't want to spoil it. it. The movie's over 20 years old. Okay, at the very end, you see the guy who normally plays Tony Clifton. But that's just from the movie. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's them telling us that this is so Andy. I don't think he's alive. He'd be, but it was a hilarious. Well, I guess he'd be pretty old if yeah, he was it's like alive. Elvis. Was he alive ever? His Andy Coffin's daughter's been out before. Like, he's alive. Kidding. Yeah. Doing jokes. Lunchbox. Uh, it started off, I was like, "This, what are we doing? I had to sit through the credits at the very beginning of the movie. I was like, this is so well, stupid. Well, because they're messing with you like Andy Kaufman. I mess understand, with people. but I was like, this is so dumb. Like, we know we know the movie's not over, so just get to the movie. Hey. Okay? <laughs> and I didn't like how they went from him getting fired. He does one stand-up show, and he's on Saturday Night Live. It was like he got famous like that. Yeah. I'm like, a movie. I understand, but, you know, I want to see how he got famous. Like, how did he get a following? But then it was very interesting. I can't decide if he was the saddest person in the world or the happiest person in the world. They are not mutually take, exclusive. Both. That didn't take anything seriously. The Jack, the, the Lipton guy was the funniest part. Clifton, Clifton, yeah. Clifton, whatever. He was the funniest part. He, <laughs> I get why he was funny. I don't understand. Like, if you heard, okay, this comedian's coming to town. Last time he went on stage, all he did was read the book. Read a book. But he's famous from TV. Why would you go see him? There was no social media. They wanted Lotka. Oh, there was, there was no so social media. Lotka. I forget about that. And then Lotka from Taxi Lotka. was coming to town to do comedy. Mm-hmm. So then they're buying but, tickets and then they don't know what they're going to get. Okay. <laughs> but that's funny to him. Yes. Andy Kaufman's performance art was he just wants to see people's reactions, not even if it's a joke. So he would, you know, take a book out and just start reading it. And everybody's like, ha. <laughs> and he would read it for two hours. <laughs> the whole book. Didn't you say one time he got a tent? Mm-hmm, set up a tent yeah. and sleep in it. On stage, and everybody's like, "When's the joke?" 
and he went to sleep, and his whole his whole bit was, "Let's see what happens." I <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, I thought it was interesting how he was on Saturday Night Live and just played a record. That was- again, he did Mighty Mouse. Here I come to save the day on the very first ever SNL, and it felt awkward because everybody's watching him going, "Oh no, he's bombing!" Because he was just sitting up there nervous, and then they're doing. And then all of a sudden, the Mighty Mouse part, he gets so animated. Yeah, Look so at Andy Kaufman play Elvis on Johnny Carson. One of the funniest things awesome. you'll ever see. Because he's so nervous and twitchy, and then all of a sudden, he's like, oh. <laughs> That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it's such an interesting movie. Like, I had no idea about this dude. Like, Love I mean, you talk Love about him. him. His but, funeral, honestly, it was emotional. Mm-hmm. Okay, did he really do that video at his funeral? Yes. That's legit. I saw that, and I was like, that's pretty cool. I Ray, how much do time do we have? I know we got to jump. Three minutes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I gave it four out of five. Tony you did. Lipton's. Oh, cool. What'd you give it? Four and a half out of what'd five. You give it? Five out of five. Morgan, what'd you think about it? Well, I definitely saw why it's your favorite movie. There's a lot of dark humor, which you tend to like lean into sometimes. So I see why it's your favorite. It didn't pick up for me until like the second half, and then it got really sad. Mm-hmm. So I felt a lot of emotions going through it, and I do love Jim Carrey. I felt he was really good. But I don't know mm-hmm. that I loved it as much as they all did. I wasn't as interested. Like three point five out of five conspiracy theories. That's a good rating. Jim Carrey was really good. Yeah, it's awesome. Really good. I know. And I don't I, even consider one of my favorite actors, but like between that and Ace Ventura. Truman, no, oh. no. That Truman Show and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, they're three of my favorite movies. Yeah. And he happens to play a serious role in all of them. Okay, so when you come Hold to- on, Ray, do your review. Oh. Yeah, I appreciated it. I didn't love it. I saw you intertwine throughout it. I gave it two out of five Tony Clifton's. He was hilarious. I just didn't love Andy Kaufman, but I appreciated it. I can see where you wouldn't like, where some people just hate that that, but, that style. Uh, Tony Clifton, hey, you guys know smoking. He comes out smoking. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm smoking. Yeah, yeah. Such, that was such so bravery. funny. It's like, yeah. what are you saying? Shut up. Yeah, come over here. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> he just starts fighting with people <laughs> in the audience. He was opening like for himself as a character. I love it. And then once people started to realize it was him, it wasn't him anymore. He's making fun of the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Get up here. Come up here on stage. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, wow. Go ahead, Amy. Like 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, just how he's inspired you. You say you really have, he's been a part of inspiring your career. Like, what is something you've done? I've never run from awkwardness. I love it. Even if it's on the air or even my stand-up act, I used to do an impression of my, my dad, my biological father, and I'd just walk off stage. Yeah. Like he left, and then I would just stay off stage and let it. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. little things like that mm-hmm. where it's, I don't really get scared of, uncomfortableness i kind of embrace it because no one no we're not conditioned to sit in it i like sitting in it okay if it's on this sh- and this show has always been uncomfortable at times even from the early early days we would just go "Ooh, this is awkward let's stay on the air so that yes you try stuff and you know, with the raging idiots i used to open for the raging idiots going like i'm gonna and that was kind of inspired by tony clifton opening for yeah andy yeah, kaufman, andy kaufman. And then him saying, I need uh, Tony Clifton to have a guest role on Taxi. And they're like, who's Tony Clifton? And his agent's like, I don't know, man. I, I, and he shows up. I, and he's like causing so much. He's smoking everywhere he goes. <laughs> man on the moon. I'm glad that you guys understood, enjoyed, appreciated. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Here's the song, by the way, that R.E.M. sings. Andy Kaufman. You know? Goofing on Elvis Tunes, baby. Mm, that's it. <laughs> All right, Bobby Bones Cinema Club will draw for another movie next week. Thank you, guys. Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. 
This story comes to us from Indiana. A 51-year-old man was driving about 9 p.m., swerving all over the road, and police pull him over. Woo, woo! He was driving a Power Wheel Jeep. And one he of those was dr- little ones? Yeah, one of those little kid ones. Oh, so he's probably sitting on the back. <laughs> oh, you know, over the seats? Yeah, yeah. Like on the very back. <laughs> but he was on, like, the road road. Yeah. And he was swerving all over, and he got a DUI. Wow. Yeah. So, at least it wasn't a big car. Sure. And nobody got and nobody hurt. Nobody was hurt, yeah. He, he should have got that. I watched a video on TikTok of a guy who was driving a Mario Kart car. Very small. A little bigger than one of these Barbie Jeeps, like I'm thinking of with Lunchbox's story. But not full-size car. So, he's driving this, like, little go-kart thing. And he's dressed fully as Mario. <laughs> and a cop pulls him over. Mm. But only because he, this guy is taking, like, turtle. Uh, stuff turtle shells and stuff tar- stars and throwing them at cars. Banana peels. All of that. <laughs> so the cop pulls him over, and the cop's walking up behind him. And he's like, okay, you know you can't be on the road with this. This is not road legal. The guy's not drunk, but obviously it's illegal to drive a car like that on the road in the city throwing stuffed animals at things. <laughs> so the guy goes, yeah, I do. And he goes, I know what I'm going to have to do. And the cop goes, yeah, you're right. He says, I'm going to need some gold coins. So okay. the guy, no, I'm not kidding. So the guy gives him some gold coins, like in Mario Kart. And the cop goes, look, man, you can't. And he takes the gold coins. And he goes, you can't be on the road like this. Just get off the road. Don't, don't do it again. I'm going to give you a ticket. And I'm keeping the gold coins. And the video is over. <laughs> Hilarious. And the cop was cool. Nobody got hurt. The guy wasn't drunk. He was but just committed to see how far funny. he could go with this. The cop was like, and this is what I liked about the cop. The cop was like, there are two things I can do here. One, I can go arrest a guy, throw him in prison for 20 hours, get him booked to find. And what's that going to do? Two, I can just go talk to him and say, don't do it anymore. And also show that I'm a guy, I'm a funny guy too. And I understand what the bit is and just don't do it anymore. And he did that. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, he got lucky he got that kind Yeah, of he cop. did. He, he got lucky the guy even knew what gold coins on Mario Kart is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Heard Eddie say he had uh, gotten some sinus stuff over the uh, week of vacation. And I just want to uh, point this out that there's a new strand of COVID going around. And it is actually mainly symptoms are sinus infection. So maybe he should get uh, checked out and just you all watch out for being around him. Okay. Eddie doesn't have COVID. Eddie, don't start thinking you have COVID. Okay. Sick I, chair. I, I started to think I did you after don't. that call. You don't. You always have something wrong with your sinuses. Always. It's every day. And it's this time of year, man. It's like, and it gets better, and then the pollen count goes up. And the I saw the pollen count. It was like red, red last week. There's no, stop, stop with the COVID stuff. Just saying. But we'll test you anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, so there's that. Um, I have these shoes below my desk that I put up an Instagram on, and I was like, who wants these shoes? They're golf shoes. They're small. They're like eights. Remember they sent me the wrong size? Yeah. Will you go to my Instagram and pick somebody so I can mail it to them? Okay. Well, you don't have to do it right this second, but, but it, okay. before we leave work today. Just like a random pick? Yeah, if you go down, it's like 15 down. It says, who wants these shoes? They sent me the wrong size, probably because I ordered the wrong size. Okay. And I'm just going to give them to a listener. And there's like 400 comments. <laughs> and so you don't mm-hmm. have to write the second unless you want to yell a name out. That's fine. But find somebody that looks deserving that's not lying. Because people lie for free stuff all the time. Mm. I'm like, you, you need to be able to wear these, not sell them. So keep scrolling, Amy. I'm a little lower. Oh, I have. You I have, have somebody? I have somebody. Say, a na- 
you know? No. Wait, wait, so you, no. Want, you want to see if they match the description, though. Like, they got to have the same shoe size. Well, I, I have to just trust it. Okay. I'm not going to FaceTime them and say, show me your feet. <laughs> That's what that guy's trying that, to do with Amy. That would be weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, Amy, who is it? Okay, so B. Marler Allen. Okay. Mainly, this is why. Comment under her, her, her thing just so you can remember it. Hi. Yeah, just do that. Be like, hey, I'm going to reach out to you. And then handle all this mail. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Abby. Oh, go ahead. Just kidding. Okay. So what I love about it is that it is for her son, who's nine, who loves to play golf. And they actually met you at a driving range once. So I feel like that okay. That verifies that golf is really happening. And it was his birthday when y'all met and you made his day. So I think him having a pair of golf shoes from you is just. Okay. Pfft. Let's Makes do sense. it. All that could have been made up. But- and you have to sign them. I'll, you will ask her. If she wants me to, I will. But sometimes I don't want to just assume people want them signed because they're nice shoes. <laughs> I've ordered them for me, but they're just too small. Okay, so you mark it, screenshot it, both? Yeah, and I commented. Cool. Hi. <laughs> thank you for that. Got that out of the way. Uh, thank you, guys. Bobby Bones Show. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Get your Bobby Bones on. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p.